Welcome to Pathway to Faith Podcast, the media ministry of Harvest Church International Outreach, where we elevate and nurture families through the Word of God. We are so glad that you are here and believe that God will change your life through today's message. Let's listen. All right. Well, let's get right into it. So my message is the fruit you bear, the fruit you bear. And, you know, Galatians 5, verse 22, verse 23 is kind of my base scripture. And I want you all to hear it. So I'm going to read much slower than I would normally read. I'm going to just read. I'm going to read. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Now let me stop there. I'm going to focus on peace and long-suffering. I know I, I just got, I, I know some people read long-suffering and don't think much of it. Many of you people misinterpret this and be like, we're going to suffer for a long time. No, long-suffering. I'm going to explain what that means. It kind of means patience, if you will. Long-suffering. Gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. So I want to preface this. Everything I'm preaching right now, nothing is stopping you from doing this but you. The inside of your spirit, that, your soul is the only thing stopping you from getting this These things right here from producing the fruit because no one else on the outside is going to stop. Some things may try to make you provoke you on the inside to withhold your peace with take back your joy and to try and retract your long suffering nature. But you cannot let yourself pull no matter what's going on. You can't let yourself pull down your fruit or stop production of your fruit because if you've seen trees, trees produce fruit, you know in their season. They're supposed to produce fruit. When they stop producing fruit, there's a problem. And many of you experience problems that, are, that you don't think are related to the fruit, but they really are. All right. So today I'm going to be talking about patience and peace. All right. For patience, I'm going to be speaking about James 1 verse 4 in the King James Version. But let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wait, wanting nothing. Let patience have her perfect work. Why? Why should patience have her perfect work? Just keep these questions, because I learned from an educator that whenever you ask yourself questions, your brain tries to tabulate and answer. But if you leave questions in people's minds, they will begin to receive the knowledge that you're going to give them. All right. Oh, that's a nugget I didn't even know I was going to say. <laughs> Patience, in essence, is control over one's soul or spirit and dealing with, for dealing with others and dealing with oneself. Most people, we have patience with ourselves. And, I'm not talk, and some people, they don't, but I'm not talking about that. But patience with others. Long-suffering is basically patience. We have to be long-suffering. We have, we have to be long-suffering because I've got to be honest with you. I've got to be very honest with you. There are a lot of people, especially, I'm a, I have to do this. A lot of people, especially African-American people, Especially when they get up in their years and age. They ain't patient with nobody. I've been told to watch it. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. But basically, you have to have patience. I know I, I got to just tell you this story. There's a person in my family. And the Lord, I thank the Lord for helping me because I always, when I was, you know, reading and trying to, you know, go over, letting the Spirit kind of teach me, I, get, I generally see things before I do them. I generally see them, uh, you know, Spirit of Prophecy. And every time I would preach, I'd mess up and say the person's name. When I was given the story, but the Lord has delivered me from that curse, yes. But there's a person in my family, they would say things like, ah, oh, see, you can't do nothing. See, they, they always say those things when they got the least bit frustrated. Not that they meant any harm, 
But the reason why patience is so important, and you must be long-suffering with people because your words have power, especially when you're in a place of authority. It matters what you say as a husband. It matters what you say as a mother, as a father, because you have that authority over your children. Whether they obey you or not, the spirit realm has put you in connection with them. So what you say over them will directly affect their lives. Most people forget this. Whenever you speak words, it will come to pass. And spiritual things are so that you may not recognize that one thing leads to another. Because they're generally separate. Words are generally separated by time. If you say something, even if you don't think much of it, if you said it, if it proceeded from your mouth, it will come to pass. And generally, the Lord had to show me some things. I would just say stuff, you know, kind of just saying stuff, trying to joke around. But the Lord's like, you can't say that. Even though it may be funny, it may be appropriate for that time, it will cause a curse. Many people have spoken curses over their life because they were not patient. They did not suffer long with people. People can be insufferable, but you must have long suffering. People can be the most ignorant thing, but you can't be like, see, you're, you're ignorant thing, you're just like your daddy. No, 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 gotta watch that mouth. That tongue will destroy your life or it will build a kingdom. Will you become a great nation or will you wither away? That's in your tongue. The power is in your mouth. Yes, sir. Everything that you speak has an effect. And the more times you speak it, the greater the effect is. And the stronger it becomes. So God is waiting on your lips. God is waiting on your lips. Oh, my God. I, gotta, I, I just got the words don't just affect you. That's all for, that's all for patience. I got to hurry because I got to get to this one, this one part. I've been, I've, been, I've been screaming over all night. I'm going to just tell you, because the Lord has just put it in me, and I'm just so excited, and you don't know. You don't know, you don't know like I know right now. All right, so the next part is the power of peace. Everybody say peace. peace. I want to ask you a question. Do you have peace? Are you going to speak peace, or are you going to look at yourself and be like, well, this is going on, and that's going on, and... Maybe I don't have peace. Maybe I'm a little bit too worried. No, no, no. It's not. I didn't ask you, were you worried? I asked you, did you have peace? All right. And, and, and peace. Oh, I can go perfect love, cast out all fear. And, and mm, 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 mm. so much I can say about peace. But in essence, I'm going to use Mark 4, verse 39, KJV. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace. Say peace. peace. Be still. Why did I have you say peace? I thought it was just an exercise, call and response. You have to call peace into your life. You have to speak peace, whether it be in words that you speak or you formulate for a specific situation or if you can't find the problem. Because many times we feel pressures demonically. We cannot understand or identify what's going on exactly. We see things going on here or there. We don't find that they're related, but they're all related in a spiritual sense. So you have to tell your spirit realm, Peace. You have to calm down your spirit, control your spirit, because many times we let ourselves get overwhelmed, but that's a spiritual issue. We're letting our spirit think about that, this, this. We've spoken this word, this evil against God. We've spoken this, and we said it in our hearts or out loud, and it's destroying our life left and right. The worry, the fear is consuming us, and we act like it's not. We hold it in and say, oh, blessings. We, but we don't decree or believe when we say blessings. Spiritual things that you speak are positive. you got to believe it because this world is set against you. The devil is trying to control the air. He's trying to control your words already. You turn on the news, beep, bop, 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 bop. This is happening. Depression is going this. And then suicide rates are this and then this. And you go, oh, my children, they, they're a little depressed. Maybe, maybe I need to check up on it. Say peace. 
You don't let yourself go down like that. You get you some peace up in there. Let me finish reading this scripture before I get Holy Ghost. Uh, 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 I'm going to be stirred up in a little bit. And the wind ceased when he said peace. The wind ceased. And there was a great calm. Some of y'all need a great calm. And that's evident in your life right now. You need great peace. You need calm. But you need to speak peace. I wrote this down in a little goat nugget. I want you to say peace because it, the peace on the inside. The peace that you proclaim and let come out of your mouth. The peace that's already, you have to have peace in you to declare peace. You can't let it, when you said peace and you felt, you didn't feel kind of, if you said it in the natural, you wouldn't feel right about it. You would have been like, if you had things on your mind, you can't really let that come out. You feel like you can't say peace, but you have to have peace on the inside. You have to have peace. Peace comes from your confidence in God. When you put your mind on God, if you put your mind on God, he will give you perfect peace and he'll fill that up on the inside of you. So I want to say the peace on the inside controls the peace on the outside. It got real. I dropped my phone. All right. Let me just tell you something. The reason why Jesus was able to rebuke the storm was not because he only said peace. It was because peace was inside of him. He was and is the Prince of Peace. Because peace was inside of him, the peace that was on the inside, the calm that allowed him to sleep during the storm, allowed him to control the storm. So do you have that kind of peace? And it's not something you have to strain for, try to work for. Keep your mind stayed on him. All right, some of y'all need to turn off them stations. Y'all think, oh, I'm just watching this. It's going to make me happy. They cussing and all that. That ain't peace. That's confusing your spirit. You letting yourself be comfortable around sin. You can't be watching that. Some things you hear, they disturb. You got to turn them off. We become spiritually numb. And it's not our fault directly, but Satan has deceived us into believing that listening to everybody and anything is okay. Some people, they call you, you just have to be like, Lord, forgive them. Just got to forgive them right there. And just, if the Lord ain't lead you to pick up, sometimes don't pick up the phone. Because you know that, that one person going to be like, see, they all racist down there and they all this. You focusing on the man, focus on the man. Why you didn't make people your God? Why have you made people your God? You fear them and listen to them more than you listen to the word of God. You don't search the word of God anymore. You read one chapter. Blessed is he. No, 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 no. I did my Bible devotions. I'm ready for my day. Let me go out and, and praise the Lord maybe once or twice in my car and then, you know, just do the rest of the work. No, you have to be in that word, not just once a week. You can't because you forget about Once you do that, you just check it off. And then you forget about it for the rest of your week. You can't be like the heathens. Some people just say, oh, I love the Lord. I own a holy Bible. I, I, I read once a year, maybe twice if I'm feeling good. No. You have to be in the Word, searching God. You have to ask him questions on the inside. Now, why are you doing this? He's going to be like, say peace, fool. Well, he's not going to say it like that. But he's going to tell you to speak to your situation. Y'all worried about stuff that ain't even yours to worry about. Y'all have an infectious fear. Because you're listening, you're, you're putting your ear, you know how you get an ear infection? Y'all have a spiritual ear infection. Y'all putting your ear in places they don't need to be. Putting stuff in there that don't need to go. And the Lord's trying to protect you, but you keep jamming stuff in your ear. No, you listen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that can be switched around. Doubt comes by hearing. But the word of death. When you listen to the devil's words. When you, not just curse, but when you listen 
to the things on TikTok that ain't pleasing to God. When you listening to that music, that be playing, because sometimes y'all have a song, you think, oh, it's just an earworm song. No, that's planning a demonic message. Sometimes when you're feeling down, you hear that one song. Mm, 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 and it gives you that some kind of power or strength, and it's not godly. Most people have confused demonic energy with God's power and peace. Sin is a sedative, and I'm not telling you, oh, throw away all your music, but if you can find the strength in your heart, please, if it ain't God, give it up, because y'all committed to some of these idols, man. Y'all worshiping some of these people, and it ain't right, because every song has a message. And if you just say, oh, it's a good song, nice beats, well, you make your own beats. You You know, you got to get in the house of the Lord and make something up. Because some of these things you listen to, they're playing a demonic message over and over again. You're like, well, I, I don't really believe that. I don't care if you believe. It's the truth. I'm just opening your eyes. You will be blind without knowledge. Learn. Study to show yourself approved. Learn. Because some of these things, they're planting fear and doubt. And I had a problem real big. When I was sad and I was kind of like, depression was trying to get on me. When I say trying because the Lord has delivered me from that. It was a long time ago. It was, it was so, the weights of my life were just crushing me, and I wasn't giving any of it to God. But I would listen to this song, and it was called Mad Dummy. It didn't have any words, but it was, dun, 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 dun. You know, it, it just had that beat, Now I just get like kind of this, this kind of like, you know how people listen to music before they, uh, before they go to football, and go, oh, you know, that, 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 you know? Like it was like my little, mm, yeah, I'm gonna do this homework, yeah. That wasn't, I was filled with a different kind of, that wasn't God. I mean, it was just music, right? Couldn't, but think about it, Mad Dummy, what, what am I listening to that song for? Well, I'm trying to get upset. I need peace. Some of y'all listening to that smooth, doo, 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 doo. I ain't going to get on your music. But, you know, y'all listening to some stuff. I, I don't know all the song, but y'all listening to stuff. And what, what spirit is it filling you with? Who, the spirit, the person who plays it determines a lot about the spirit on the music. And the spirit it was written in, in four. If you do not pay attention to that, you just let stuff come in, and you don't know where the problems are coming in. Because it didn't become too real to me until I recognized every time I listened to this over and over again, even though it was my favorite song, I was almost addicted to it. Addiction is a problem. People are addicted to music. Some music, and I'm, and I'm not saying that certain styles of music are bad. I'm just saying, if it ain't Christ, it don't cut. It don't make the cut. If it ain't God, it don't make the cut. Y'all got to be honest with yourselves. Why do I listen to this music particularly to calm down? Why do I listen to this music particularly to rile me up? No, no, my strength should come from the Lord. Any strength outside of God is most likely a problem. And I do want to make this clear. Different styles of music, like different ways you play instrument, look, let all the styles praise the Lord. But look, don't try to, if it ain't made with Jesus, if the person behind it didn't have the right spirit, mm-mm, no. Some people you listening to, they're in the occult. And you're like, why are these problems happening in my life? Listen to music. Play it at half speed. I dare you. Play some of this stuff at half speed. You listen to what they're talking about, you'll be confused. Why am I listening? Why did I just let that in me? But when you see the effects of it, it becomes more real to you. But I'm going to get off of that for a little bit. All right. So basically, I just want to do one more thing and let you know about the storm. I just... There are two types of storms, and this is just a side note. This is just a side note. There are two types of storms. There's a Jonah storm, but more importantly, there's a storm to get to the other side. The storm that I mentioned with Jesus going to the other side was he was going to his purpose, 
and God was trying, and the devil was trying to stop him. But Jesus was able to cast the storm out by saying peace. Some storms in your life are caused because the devil's trying to put pressure on you, pressure on your seed, pressure on you to take back those words of God that you've said, those things that you've declared over your children's life. Because a lot of you all have children, but you forget that in a moment of anger, and when you don't have that, that peace, you say, you begin to say things out loud like, oh, I worry about so-so all the time. Or you talk to that one girlfriend or one, one you know, now nah, girl, you know, he been all acting crazy. Wait, you were speaking faith on Sunday. You got to speak the word of the Lord. You can't let yourself fall down like that. You got to pick back up. If you say something, you got to snatch it out of there. You got to do the best way to counteract words of doubt is by speaking direct words of faith against it. What does that mean? Say something positive. Somewhere in there, when you're talking something, 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 you're going to say, but I believe by faith that he's coming right on back. What happened to the praying mothers? What happened to the praying fathers? I want to know what happened to them. Because if you continue to speak death, if you don't let yourself see anything, you're aligning yourself with the enemy. And now your spirit's confused because you're like, well, I hoped, hope, hope. You just hoped. You didn't speak. The devil's laughing at you like, oh, I got him. I got him right on, right, right. I got a, I got a ring in the nose. Because you hoping the best and you ain't speaking the best. You are magnifying the Lord. You magnify the Lord in your sight by saying, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. People don't think you're an idiot. They hear you, especially some family members. You know, you in the bathroom. I, I thank you, Jesus. They're going to be like, why are you saying thank you, Jesus? Oh, whatever. He crazy or nutty. No. I don't care who thinks I'm crazy. I'm going to speak the words of faith. And I'm going to build it up within me. Magnify the Lord within me. The Lord has done so many things, and your soul needs to know it right well. The Lord needs to know how marvelous. And you just need to say out of your mouth how great he is, and he's going to give you that peace. He's not holding it from you. He's holding it for you. Because if you had peace when you were doing all that mess, what, what if this storm never came for Jonah? A whole race of people, a whole city of people would have been destroyed. Some, peace is meant, some, some storms are meant to knock you out your chair and say, go this way. Other storms are trying to stop you, but you have to identify which storm you're in and know how to deal with the storm. Obeying God in some cases will stop the storm for you. But in other cases, it's the devil, so you got to speak against him directly and not be afraid. Be afraid of no man because only God can control your destiny. You are the deciding factor. You will, ally with, will you either ally with God or ally with the devil? Some people don't think they're on the devil's team. But when you're speaking negativity over that one person, when you're speaking witchcraft, because some of y'all speaking witchcraft, not like you're not in there, you know, chanting your son, no, 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 witchcraft, you know, you speak, you're not, you're not, you're not doing no uh, herbs of sage. Of, no, no, you're speaking the wrong things over God's people. And you see them dry up and die, and you speak words of jealousy. A rebellion. A rebellion is, is the sin of witchcraft. What you doing? You need to change on the inside. So you got to speak. So find your target. And I, I, find, I pray for all of you. But find one person at least where you can speak goodness of God. Over. That you can speak God. Because when you speak over yourself, the devil tries to populate. Well, you know you got this bill, dude. That Speak over somebody else's life. And then work your way back to you. Somebody in your family primarily. A child. Someone who is developing. Because you have to speak the word of God over them. That's training them. So you have to put your emphasis on them. They will learn. They will become a doctor. They will get their degrees. Because a man of God can only speak the word that you allow. That's 
Because if you speak a word against what the prophet has spoken, there's going to be some problems. It's going to cause spiritual conflict. And then you got to work twice as hard to get the victory. But if God has the victory set up for you, why don't you speak it already? Say, they will become great singers in the name of Jesus. They will not go out into the world, but they will preach the gospel and come up with new ways to reach the nations. All right. So this is, the, this is the last portion I have for you all today, and I'm going to read it from my notes because I want it to give you as God gave to me. I have a question for you. Do you want peace or perfect peace? Perfect peace works through storms and struggles. Perfect peace works when others are not doing right. Perfect peace works when the family isn't together yet. Perfect peace works even when they're divorced. Perfect peace works even when problems have entered into the life that you entered in life that you have caused. But man's peace leaves you in times of trouble. Man's peace leaves you as soon as the bottle of liquor runs empty. And man's peace will destroy you because it is only gotten by sin. Know this. The words you speak are infinitely important. And God wants you to speak life over the people in your family. I could have preached about all kinds of other things, but knowing that peace, first, get your mind stayed on God. Be patient with people, and you got to forgive to be patient. You got to forgive to be long-suffering. Some of y'all guys shrivel up when you see a certain person. When you hear their voice, you go, ah, that ain't the spirit, that's your flesh. You, you have a problem with that person in the natural, so you're going to try to fight them on the inside. You're you killing people sometimes on the inside. You're murdering. You, some people fantasize about murder. I'm like, you guys didn't know. You got to get delivered from that. And I'm not speaking as necessarily an outsider. I've had places where I was angry with the person. I said, Lord, kill him. That was witchcraft. God had to pull me. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. I don't kill people like that. That ain't how you go. You must speak peace. Love those that persecute you. Some people can put you in a world of pain, and the devil's going to try to dump more stuff on you. I'm talking about they talking about you, too. And they did this, and even though they did some bad things, they could have done some of the most horrible things to you. But you have to learn to forgive. And that's another message in itself. But know this, whatever contentment you have in your heart, you have to cry out and surrender unto God. Because he's the only one who can help you. Because it's not just that one person, it's people all throughout your life. And the devil's trying to plant seeds of discord towards your blessing. God's trying to lead you to a place, but the devil's trying to keep you from it by putting certain blockages. He's trying to close up your gates. So that you won't love anyone anymore. That you won't open up to people anymore. That you won't hear the word from the Lord. But hear me on this day. You're going to be free. So cry out to the Lord. Receive your peace and have patience in the name of Jesus. And I just want to pray really quickly. That all of you all will receive peace in the spirit of God to guide you in every day. Because you do not know how vital this is. Your spiritual life, your children's life, their success depends on it. If the elders don't stand up and lead. If the fathers don't stand up and pray, if they don't declare over their household, if they don't pray like Job, if they don't pray for their children, how can you be good? How can you produce goodness in your family? Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously and make this ministry outreach possible. Click the link in the description to give now or visit hcio.org slash podcast for more information. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Even tag us on social media at Harvest Church KC. Thanks again for listening.